Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. We're back, and Milwaukee continues to dominate. Cleveland is looking potent, to say the least. Meanwhile, the Dubs are suddenly looking to turn things around in the West-West, y'all. And we'll discuss some of that and plenty more with the Warriors writer for the San Francisco Chronicle, C.J. Holmes, on today's episode. I'm Miles Gray. And I'm Jack O'Brien. And this is Miles, Miles and Jack, and Jack Amadoussis. Thought you could beat. Mm, I don't know. There was a delay. I might have won that one. We'll have to go to what? the tape. Brian, let us know if it was a photo finish. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the latest edition of Miles and Jack about Boosties. Uh, CJ Holmes from the San Francisco Chronicle. Welcome, CJ. Thank you so much for joining us, man. Jack, Miles, thanks for having me, man. Anytime, anytime. Man, well, I was saying before we started recording, what's old is old seems to be the theme of this early part of the NBA season. I mean, we got we got the Lakers, mm. you know, the LeBron led Lakers. We got the KD led Nets. Mm. We got the Clippers with Kawhi. We got Chris Paul. You know, the the Suns have looked pretty decent, but they've been Chris Paul's having a rough one. And Golden State also a little slow out of the gates. Is it age? What is it, CJ? Give it's us- making me feel young. I'm like Chris Paul <laughs> could be is old enough to be my father. Uh, at this <laughs> at this stage, making yes. me feel young, but I don't know. How are you feeling, CJ? I mean, with the Warriors' struggles, I think right now, eleven games into the season, all signs are kind of pointing towards that bench. You know, mm. heading into the season, I think fans were expecting the loss of a guy like Gary Payton II, Otto Porter Jr., Damian Lee, Nemanja Bjelica, four veteran rotational guys that were able to help them win a championship last year, and. Although, you know, all four of those guys left in free agency, the idea was that, oh, you know, in comes Dante 
In comes in Dante DiVincenzo, Jermichael Green, you know, two vets you can kind of just plug and play. Moses Mooney, Jonathan Kaminga, you know, they're going to be, you know, a year older and wiser. They'll plug right in. And, you know, the Warriors will be able to keep up their winning ways. I mean, I'm one who thought that myself, but I think it was greatly underestimated the time it would take to get these guys on the same page in terms of chemistry. I mean, you got to think of the fact that guys like Moody and Kaminga were basically at the end of the bench last year. They didn't play much. They have some ABA experience, but they, I don't think they had they had enough entering the season to you know assume that they'd be amazing rotational players like right off the bat. Um, another thing is you got to think guys like Dante Divincenzo. Well, he's been hurt for the last like what eight, seven, eight games. Um, and Jamichael Green, these are guys playing in that Warrior system for the first time, and that's you know if you ever played for Steve Kerr, uh, you kind of know that that's not a system that's not necessarily easy to grasp. Yeah, I have paid for him. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. So, like all those things, kind of coupled together, it's 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 led to a slow start for that bench unit. And then if you look at the numbers, you know, the Warriors have one of the best starting fives in the league. And then as right. soon as those reserves start trickling in, whatever lead they built slowly starts to evaporate. And that's kind of been the theme through the first eleven games of this season. And you know, while the bench isn't completely to blame in all this, they certainly do have a lot of the blame. Um, James Wiseman, in particular, has been getting a lot of that blame. He's the guy who now finds himself on the outside looking in in terms of the rotation. So the key to the Warriors getting back on track this season is to figure out this bench rotation. Um, Steve Kerr experiment minute with more lineups than I could even count last night and almost <laughs> proved costly. Luckily, Wardell decided to go for 47. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was last night's game against that was Golden State versus the Kings that yeah. the the Warriors were able to pull it off. Snap that streak. Yeah. Last moment. Yeah. But, uh, you know, one thing Steve Kerr said after the game is playing like this isn't sustainable. Expecting Steph to, you know, put on, throw on his superhero cape and drag us to victory. That's not going to be sustainable over the course of the season. Eventually, those young guys, that bench. They're going to have to figure it out. They're going to have to match. They're going to have to step up. And until they do, Golden State's going to continue to struggle. Speaking of young guys figuring it out, I do just want to talk about the other side of the coin that I opened up talking about with the, you know, the people that we're, we're used to being like, well, it's, it's LeBron, it's KD. They're going to cook. They're going to be near the top of the standings. I feel like the young guys have come in this season and just kicked in the door. Giannis, I mean, I guess we don't really think of Giannis as a young guy, but he's 27, which is wild. Donovan Mitchell, 26. Tatum, 24. Luka, 23. All of them are averaging over 30. Ja, 23, is right at 29. Like even Shea Gilgis, who's 24, is averaging close to 30. Or I think he's at 30 right now. So it's like all the young guys are just... I don't know. They're they're playing out of their mind. We we talk about a theory on here that like the NBA is progressive and it gets better and better every season. The players get better and better because they're just like building their games on top of the games of the players they've seen come before. And it feels like we're seeing an especially big like ramp up in like how good guys are. I mean, one of the most exciting players in the world is still too young to play in the NBA this season with <laughs> Wembyama. Like it, it really feels like there's a, a balance of power shift that I, this is obviously very early, but we're seeing a balance of power shift to the young guys in the league in the early running is, is what I think could be happening. I feel like if you were born in the eighties, mm-hmm. 
you know, we had our time. I was born in the late time. 90s, but yeah, I, I can imagine that this would be hard <laughs> okay. for you to uh, look at. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it, it does feel like that, though. Like, there's a, a disembarkation point or something where we're seeing the, the elders be like, okay, we're starting to really show it. And at the same time, we're really starting to actually begin to see what the future of the league, like the future stars really are hmm. as they cement themselves. Yeah, there's definitely a shifting of the guard going on, you know, if you will. You know, you still got your old heads out here balling, you know. I guess LeBron's decent enough still, even though LA's not playing well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Steph is still Steph. Uh, right. KD is still KD. But, you know, like you said, there's such an influx of young, explosive scoring talent right now in the league. And uh, they're starting to kind of wean out the old guys. Yeah. In a couple of years, all the names you mentioned, you know, those guys are going to be the face of this league. You know, like, you know, LeBron, Curry, uh, KD, you know, four to five years from now, it's, it's, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a new era in the NBA, you know, led by a, I don't know, a Shea Gil, Gildas Alexander or a <laughs> right. Jason Tatum, you know, Luka Doncic is probably the best of the entire bunch. Right. I mean, this guy is 23 years old out here putting up numbers hitherto undreamt of. Right. Um, so it would definitely, definitely be uh, interesting to follow going forward. He's playing uncle ball in the driveway on the whole league is how I feel about Luca. Like I was talking earlier about there's no, like when you play Luca, you're playing within the framework of playing him more so than like, how can we affect change in his game? I don't know if that's, if we're quite there because he looks so dominant and so comfortable and how he, how he's playing. So when I see things like that, I'm like, wow, that's like a whole, that's like a whole other edge too that players are really starting to, to showcase. He looks comfortable. That's a really good way of putting it. He looks so comfortable and like he can do whatever he wants at any moment when he's out there on offense. And it's it's always been that way. I mean, Luca has yeah. been like that from the moment he stepped into the league. Um, and it's crazy because you you watched what he did his rookie year, and it's like, man, it's going to be scary. To see what this guy's gonna be like, and you know, once he gets some NBA experience under his belt, you know, three, four years from now, and all, all of that is starting to come to fruition uh, right now. Um, yeah, I mean, do you guys think Luca is like the MVP front runner right now? Maybe Giannis. I think Giannis has to be because, like, I mean, the, we're we're ten games in, right? But like that—that's what I was saying. Like, yeah, LeBron and KD both look good but they're looking good in a way that is still not translating to wins. The Bucks are 9 and 1 and Chris Middleton still hasn't played yet and he's putting up 33 points, 12 boards, 5 assists, shooting 57% from the floor. And and playing like, you know, defensive player of the year ca- caliber defense. I feel like it's his to lose and it it does seem like it's been long enough that people are going to be like, "All right, we're not bored of this anymore. We'll we'll let him have it." Donovan Mitchell also just I think we're looking at people putting up real wacky numbers. I mean, last week when we were talking, he was just he was like he was only second to like Wilt Chamberlain for like coming to a new team and just like having the the averages he was. Hmm. It is a really it's just such an interesting time because like to your point, I would always go to bed being like, "We got LeBron in AD. We'll be okay." And then the more I look at, it, I'm like, "We got LeBron in AD." <laughs> Sometimes. And there's that that shift is something that I'm like, "Wow!" That I mean that just goes to show you how much better. There, like, there are so many people performing at a high level now that it just things aren't the same. And like you say, Jack, old is looking like it's old. Mm-hmm. Don't count us out, you know. Don't count the geriatric millennials out just yet. <laughs> 
I mean, Tatum has to be in the conversation. Like I do, I do think Tatum, Giannis, and Luca are probably, and then Ja are probably like the four people who like just being passive and then maybe Donovan. Yeah. But it's all, it's all those young guys are, are the conversation for MVP right now. And I'm guessing you guys have Steph out of that conversation right now, simply because his team is not winning. Yeah, I guess that's right. I I will, I will admit to using such brute, uh, inelegant logic, caveman logic, if you will, uh, to determine that. But I mean, like to your point earlier, I, I, I don't know if you said it on mic yet, but it is hard to discount the Warriors, especially off of yeah, what they're we've seen before. But I'm just, I just to ask, like, how do you see Clay fitting into all that right now? You know, because that's another one where I'm looking and I'm like, okay, he's he's going through something, something happening. You know, I think we kind of like overblow the whole Clay is struggling narrative. Okay, you kind of look at Clay season to season over the course of his career. He's always historically been a guy who takes a little while to get going. Right. Um, Mm, That's a good point. But the one thing that kind of, you know, threw me entering the season is, you know, Clay finally had a full, well, I guess as full as it could be, considering the fact that they didn't stop playing basketball until June. But Clay had a full offseason under his belt, no injuries. And the idea was Clay was going to come in, you know, fully rested, healthy, and just light it up from game one. But it was strange this offseason because, you know, Clay kind of shared with us out in Vegas. You know, we're not in Vegas. We're out in Japan. And, you know, we see that Clay's a scratch for the first preseason game. And it's like, what's going on? And he shares with us that he kind of had a mental block from playing pickup this summer, you know, because, of, you know, that's how you hurt his Achilles a couple of years ago. And that pre- prevented him from playing a lot of pickup ball this summer. So he kind of entered the season not necessarily in basketball shape in terms of like getting up and down the floor and like you know, all the reps that come with that and that kind of it just just had me pause it's just like you know this isn't the way you want to start the season you know me in particular i think clay had a strong finish the year last year you know yeah. he wasn't he wasn't overly efficient offensively in the finals but you know he had his moments he has moments throughout the postseason and say what you want about his offense against the celtics in that six game series but he played damn good defense yeah. Um, and I thought there would be more carryover into right. this season. And then, you know, he had that one preseason game, I think it was against like what Denver or something, where he split it up. <laughs> it's like like six for six and three. And you just think like Clay would be ready to hit the ground running. And then, you know, the first game of the year gets here, and now we're eleven games in, and you know, he's on pace to have, you know, career low efficiency. Is it gonna stay like this all season long? You know, for the Warriors' sake, I hope not, because Clay being Clay is obviously very key in their championship aspirations, right? Clay has to be Clay. That's kind of the piece that most assumed would fall into place this year. But it's it's really early. Clay has faith that, you know, Rick Celebrini, you know, the Warriors head trainer, um, he has faith that, you know, Rick's they they kind of been limiting his minutes early. Um, he's not gonna probably not gonna play in back to backs for most of the year because the goal is to keep Clay fresh. And available come playoff time is going to be needed the most, assuming they make the playoffs. I mean, who knows right. what's going to happen at this point? They're four and seven, but yeah, 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 Clay has to be Clay for this team to be at their best. And right. Uh, right now, he's not, and his struggles offensively in terms of efficiency at times hurts the entire team. Yeah. By the way, just like some stray stats on the guys we were talking about, Luca is shooting seventy point seven percent on drives this season, and that's that's well you know, taking on the third most drives per game. 
uh, also leads the league in assists off drives per game. And I'm pretty sure he still hasn't scored under 30 in a game, which really like that, just looking at that run of numbers of like just game by game, 32, 35, 37, 41, 31, 44, 33, 35, 36, Reminds me of like when I was a Jordan fan and I would just like, you know, I couldn't catch every one of his games, but I would just be like looking at his stats and just being like, man, un- unstoppable. This guy's good, huh? Man, this guy, have you guys heard about this Jordan guy? Um, I think the numbers are supposed to be this high normally. Yeah. Okay. And then Ja still shooting 45% from three, which is something, you know, he was shooting like 70 through the first couple games, but he's still... Still putting up a lot of threes and uh, shooting at a pretty good clip. So yeah. that's pretty pretty interesting. So should should we hit our underrated performers of the week, Miles? Yeah, pretty quick. Let's see. Who are we looking Let's at see. this week's Mad Boosties underrated performers of the week? Some of the people that may have flown under the radar. I, I, I know made first your off, fantasy night. Oh, yeah. Uh, Evan Mobley uh, with 11 points, 8 rebounds, and 8 blocks. 8 blocks. In their and win, win over, over the, the Pistons. Pistons. I don't know what? how that didn't, how that wasn't. Anytime anyone's getting up into the du- towards double digits and blocks or steals, like I don't know, man. That's that's wild. That'll make your whole week in like you yeah. know, <laughs> annual fantasy. That's that's pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. And I remember like that. I think Jabari shared that like stat with us, and I was my eyes were watering because I think it was like right before the Lakers were about to play the Cavs, and I was like, like you know, we gotta look at this kind of stuff right now. You know, I gotta say, man, Russ coming off the bench, the Sixth Man of the Year. Yeah. We talked about it preseason. Jokingly, we we're calling him Sixth Man of the Year. Yeah, jokingly at first. Through five games, we were like, they gotta try the Sixth Man thing. Like, I I really think that makes sense as a strategy of like. Russ as a off-speed pitch coming at the second unit, and it's they've looked much better, which isn't saying that much, but they now have a couple wins under their belt. I could see them tearing off a a little run of games, yeah, probably yeah. leaning more towards Golden State tearing off like ten in a row than the Lakers tearing off ten in a row. But I'd say that it's still it's definitely made them a lot more exciting to watch, and it's made them. Seem like they've like come together as a unit, and he's embracing it, and it's a cool story. Uh, yeah, I have, look, let's 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 get some more wins first before <laughs> start exhaling. I'll, I'll say that I'm always like, wow. I mean, I'm even watching games where like the Lakers are losing, and just because Russ is playing well, like suddenly, like I'm becoming like, yep, here we go. We're we're gonna win, but we're not actually ignoring the important part, which is the score where we're down 14, uh, <laughs> and then realizing, okay, well that's that's not how that works all the time. Uh, but it is heartening for sure. Dennis Smith Jr. Just one other line from earlier this week. Dennis Smith Jr. brought 15 points, eight assists, seven boards, and six steals off the bench for Sacramento. Now that but, is a great story. My man was about to go play in the NFL. Yeah. A lot of people I feel like weren't talking about him other than whatever happened to and he's had some pretty amazing performances. I just always felt like he got such a raw deal. Um, I was working at the Dallas Murray News, uh, Dennis, Dennis's rookie year uh, when he first got drafted by the Mavericks. And always seemed like a good kid, hard worker. Um, he's definitely showed a lot of flashes during that rookie year. And, you know, then Luca came to town and obviously they couldn't play together as two ball dominant <laughs> guards. And he's kind of just been bouncing around the league ever since. And, uh, I'm just glad to see him. You know, he he played really well uh, when the war, when we were down in Charlotte and the Warriors were down in Charlotte uh, last week. Got that game winning stop on Steph uh, at the end of regulation, sent it to overtime. 
So it's just, uh, you know, DSJ is uh, definitely one of the feel-good stories of the year. And I'm glad to see him finally find a home in Charlotte. It's interesting to see uh, what's going to go on with his neck usage and playing time. It's like, well, yeah. that ball's back. Right. Yeah. But I mean, again, like a ball-dominant player who's probably not enough to be the like marquee player in the starting unit. But if you bring him in as like an off-speed pitch, who's like just way more athletic and fast than anyone in your second unit, like that's, that's pretty good. Like you, that's a good weapon to be bringing off the bench. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break, huh? Yeah. We'll be right back. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. And we're back. And this is the section where we kind of look at different plays, performances that blew us away. I mean, that's kind of just what we do the whole episode. We're just trying to get but, blown away by basketball. Yeah. <laughs> All day. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do we just start, like like you said, the most exciting player in the NBA that's not in the NBA? <laughs> <laughs> Too young. Too young to be in the Too NBA. Too young. Wemby, man. We were talking before, and we're trying to figure out you know, at first, a lot of the talk was like, can you believe this guy is doing all this stuff at seven? Like, we've never seen a guy this tall do all this stuff. But is the conversation where it'd be like, we're not really seeing somebody play like this. And then on top of that, he's a seven plus footer because it's just I'm I'm having trouble processing what I'm seeing all the time with him. Like, again, yeah. I feel like I'm watching uh, like my creator player go off in 2K. <laughs> 
and like looks like he's having fun. Like again, one of my favorite things about watching him and watching his highlights is that he looks like he just woke up from a body switching comedy or something. And he's just like, <laughs> oh my God, this is so fun. Look at this. I'm going to shoot a three off one foot and I yeah. have just like perfect touch. This like is like a layup. Yeah, what? It's like from three. For me. <laughs> and his teammates seem to be having fun. One of the plays that got us excited was his teammate just like threw the ball in the general direction of the hoop and it like went way over and he just like goes up and gracefully like grabs it and like puts in a like a alley-oop jump shot but he's like falling down and still just makes it look super easy with his touch right like it's funny that point you made of like him being on like a comedy show it's like he like goes to bed one night it's like man if only i were seven right. feet tall and well, you know <laughs> Right. I want to be big. No, but like really, really big. I have all like, the tools. If only I was seven foot four. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's like, wait, give me, give that kid the ball real quick. Shoot it, Victor. <laughs> it's wetty. It's wetty, coach. What happened to me overnight? But yeah, it's, it, it's, it, I can't, I'm so excited to see him play. But again, I'm always going to just be a little weary because when you have people with such unique bodies like him, you never quite know, uh, but my goodness, I'm, I'm definitely, yeah. I'm rooting for him. The wildest pictures are the one, of, the ones of him like standing next to Rudy Gobert. That's the one. Like, yeah, those are the <laughs> Rudy Gobert seven like, one, right? Like those are the pictures always just blow me away. Yeah, like, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. it was like as if Gobert came to like Wemby's like basketball camp. Yeah, and he's like, and at the end, I take pictures with all the kids that are in the. He's a Victor Wembanyama and a and a fan of his. Yeah. Uh, hey, what's your name, young man? Uh, Rudy Gobert. Okay, Ruddy. Nice to meet you, man. All right, cool. It's so wild. Like, like Warriors Twitter is wild. Like after their uh, loss down in New Orleans, you, you see on Twitter, it's like you know, like the scouting, like shut scout, it down, scouting Victor Wembanyama <laughs> graphics with like a Warriors logo on it. Like, Y'all need to relax. <laughs> shut him down (laughs) blow it up yeah (laughs) so the shot that was i think got a lot of people's attention was he like kind of did a testing drive to his left the guy kind of got in front of him he went behind his legs like four times then made a move to his left and just like shot a three like it was a layup off one foot and just wet just he, he shot it as if it wasn't even in doubt that it was going in. I mean, James Harden has yet to master the running three. I was like, when we yeah. got, and he's like, what, 17? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that was like, that was wild when Dirk was doing that from mid range, when he would do like the kind of one foot, just <laughs> rising up so quickly that you're not even able to like think about contesting it. And he's releasing it like higher up than you've ever seen a shot released. But yeah, miles to your point, like the size of his body and like we we were watching a clip of did you see the clip where KD made his defender to like just straight up do the splits? Oh, is that on Gafford? <laughs> yeah. And, oh wait, where is it? That picture was wild. Like like yeah, the actual like go. picture from that crossover was so yeah. Wild, man. My man was on the ground like rethinking his entire I, career. Yeah. Like it was, he was yeah, he had that face down moment where yeah. he's like, I've been fully flamed. Like yeah. on the court. I don't know what to do. <laughs> The first move, he does a single stride from the NBA three-point line all the way inside the, like, close to the free-throw line. And it's just such a wild stride. 
Like that stride <laughs> is one of the wildest things. And it just, we were like, man, do you remember when he came into the league and everyone was like, his body's not going to hold up to the rigors of the NBA. And it's like, actually he had like, his body is one of the most miraculous, Like, but you, you didn't know that coming in. And like, that's the question right. around Wemby Yama is like, is he just going to have like the strangest superhuman body like like Kevin Durant happened to have um, that's going to be able to like hold up and just bend in the wildest directions? Because like when you just like freeze frame on that stride from Kevin Durant is like, wait, the human body's not supposed to be able to do that. That's that well, is can. just special. Well, for our measly little six foot people legs, of course, we can't cover yeah. that kind of ground. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's, it's a, it's, oof. you, you don't, <laughs> I don't envy him in that situation. Uh, when Gafford just goes face down, there's just like, I love when somebody knows they're like, okay, I got cooked right there. Like, there's just no <laughs> point. Like where he just had to be like, oh, I got to think about my life decisions real quick. <laughs> Cause he knew KD was just going to sink that in front of him. And he did. And you know, I, Thoughts and prayers, obviously. Thoughts and prayers. I'm just glad Katie knocked it down. There's been a lot of like million dollar moves with two cent finishes this season. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe that's why we're celebrating this one so much. Like, yeah, he did it. He did it. He did it. And maybe that's uh, my confirmation bias out there being like, come on, geriatric millennials, put some on the board. It can't be all Al Horford for us. He's also balling. Like, he's still like putting up great numbers. I, I saw somebody like complaining that, well, he's got his worst plus minus, I think. And it's like, yeah, his team is bad. Like his starting five is still figuring things out and isn't playing well. That's can't just be like, well, this is Kevin Durant's worst plus minus of all time without acknowledging that they are in a uniquely like kind of rough situation at the moment. Right. How do you guys feel about plus minus just like generally like as a stat? I think over long periods, it can be useful, but it's so misleading. Like in a game to game situation, it's like you can't really say how like if Harden is playing with Embiid or if they're staggering them, you know, and suddenly Harden's like fading back to like playing with Korkmaz like that. That's a big difference. You know, it feels like very dependent and there's probably better like statistical regressions they can run that do a better job than just the very like it, it feels very blunt instrument right i mean because it's it's purely off of just box score metrics right yeah. there's no yeah well i mean yeah i think it, it is it is a bit limiting for sure palo also uh, oh my god yeah <laughs> having one of the better kind of runs of a rookie at the beginning of their rookie season that we've seen they're just fun to watch i mean is he again this is why i'm He's another guy who is playing, I don't want to say disrespectfully, uh, but it's like he's not playing like a rookie. You know no. I mean? Yeah. It just feels like he's sort of like, okay, thank you. Are y'all ready for me to play now? I thank you. Let me I I am really enjoying myself out here and I will play with the confidence of one thousand sons. Uh the yeah. the stars, not the, the 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 team. I mean, consistently watching him play, I'm like, this is somebody who's not making it hard. Uh, to debate whether or not he's, you know, he earned that <laughs> that top spot, whether or not he can continue on. You know, I'm an Auburn guy, and to be honest, I was completely salty on draft day when mm. uh, Paula went over my guy Jabari Smith. But uh, I think it's pretty clear, like you said, right? Uh, I think it's I think it's pretty clear now uh, who the better prospect is. It's a it's a it's a 
a marathon, right? Not a race. Now they're both pretty young. So hopefully they both have long careers ahead of themselves. But, you know, Paulo has without a doubt, you know, gotten out to an early lead. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. And at the very least, like just from the eye test, you're like, well, the magic have a, a talent there. Okay. At the, if I'm even like, that's the worst thing you could say if you even wanted to like not give them uh, all the praise that you could. It's like, I mean, that's, He's, he's looking every day more and more like uh, the genuine article for sure. And then also I do, I, I do want to talk about Matt Ryan of the Lakers. Not, not of the, not of the, not of the Atlanta Falcons. No, no. Yeah. Oh yeah. Formerly okay. the, uh, the fact Falcons, that we now right? have two people in professional sports with a combination of the two, like most boring <laughs> guy names, like the two right. most boring boy names, Matt and Ryan. Like when I was right. growing up, Everybody I knew was named either Matt or Ryan, and they just combined those two, and it immediately bounces off my brain every time I hear it. But yeah, big game winner. This game, this game was absolutely wild uh, to the point that I went to sleep being like, man, the Lakers just really can't catch a break right. Right. Yeah. as they were about to catch an amazing break. I mean, this that was an amazing uh, game tying three pointer. I Look, I had to watch because I was like, come on, give me give me a reason to keep going, please. And they did fantastically. There's this breakdown where Ray Allen's watching it. And I just love Ray Allen really just giving his analysis as just like a sharpshooter on just how wonderful this moment was. And just how much like, you know, it's clear like Matt Ryan, he's he's been practicing that. Reeves got to get it in in three-point country. It's to Ryan on its way. He's got it! What's fascinating about that is because we all dream of hitting a game winner. You do the countdown and, and what happens is kids don't get to that lift like they would get in this situation and you're always trying to get that lift in your training because that's what happens. Like you see that he looks comfortable doing it because he's been there before. He had to look down to see see where he was on the on the line on the court. Uh, but that's everything uh, with his shot is he was able to get lift and, and get separation. He had a slight fadeaway to it, but he still had great lift on it. You know, every time you walk in the gym, that's how you want to shoot. Yeah. yeah, well said, well said. To think like previously, right? He was like he was delivering DoorDash. Yeah, like that's why ago. I said he delivers, man. That's... Oh. Wow. DoorDash um, come through. The they sponsor. need to. They need to work that in. He needs to be sponsored by DoorDash. The NBA needs to be doing a partnership with DoorDash. <laughs> he needs to like. They need to have courtside seats where you can get your cheese fries delivered by Matt Ryan, like during the game. <laughs> I would let him focus. Could you imagine? They're just like, all right, man. So you're a delivery driver again. You're like, no. Like, I, I just. I've been working really hard to get in the league. No, 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 yeah. no, man. We we love they used to do DoorDash. Now we're gonna have you deliver pizzas and all kinds of stuff and people might not recognize you from that one clip but we will know and it'll be hilarious De'Aaron Fox's game winner versus Orlando was a lot of fun Josh Hart had a game winner I don't know man this is, this has been a really fun season just a lot of young people taking things to the next level Scotty Barnes uh looking really good um Zion Zion's been like you know finding his place in the offense but he'll find it he'll find it and then every you know. week i feel like ja has like last season every week there was an amazing offensive finish but now it seems like that block that blew our mind last year where he just like went up and caught it and kept flying up towards <laughs> the rafters like he he has like incorporated that as a part of his game that he's now like one of the best 
shot blockers just coming from the weak side and yeah and again he's spider-man that's what, yeah. like that's what it's like he's just so agile he's covering the floor everywhere and i love when uh, right when he realized he's like oh wait i could block this when he steps in the key and he gathers his momentum to jump up as a former high jumper i was like look at how he's gathering <laughs> yeah. like really getting your arms to drive those arms up uh i just want to watch that again because he it's 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 ja where they have gotten and like spider-man like it's a, it's a miracle he's always able to land on his feet you know yeah he's, and look with great power comes great responsibility you know mm-hmm. so far i think he's wielding that correctly all right all right should we do one more break come back and do the yeah. most famous segment in podcast nba basketball podcasting oh uh, yeah rapid fire should we do that yeah 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 we're ready all right let's do it Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. And we're back. And, oh, CJ. Oh, boy. You showed up right at the right time. Well, not to say that we wouldn't do this every episode, but thanks for showing up today because it's time for the fourth quarter rapid fire round of questioning. Now, this is the fastest segment in sports podcasting. We're going to ask you a question, and you just give us the first answer that comes off the top of your mind reflexively. Don't think about it. Just answer. And keep it short. And if we start talking and meandering, it's up to you to stop us. Yeah, okay? you need to keep, keep us on the this rails segment there, going, <laughs> CJ, for the good of the show. Okay, let's go. Start the clock. Down, 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 down. 
You want to go, go first? first? You want? Oh. oh, do you want? I don't know. I mean, you talk. Right, I'll go first. In the Here, I'll go okay, first, go real ahead. quick. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Consolation prize. Um, CJ, hi, Jack. Uh, one of the hosts of this show. Uh, mm -hmm. quick question for you. Biggest surprise of the early season? Is it the Pelicans? Is it the Jazz? Is it the Wolves? Which direction? Which team? Or Biggest a secret surprise. fourth option. Oh, or, it's, it's the Utah Jazz by far. These guys are nine and three and sitting at the top of the Western Conference. Are they eight and three or nine and three? There's something in three. Nine and three, yeah. They're yeah, nine, nine and, and three, three sitting at the top of the Western Conference standings, and their best player is Laurie Marketed. And if that is not surprising as hell, I don't know what is. Yeah. And I I mean, I like how he's like, he's like, oh, that tank talk just motivates us. Yeah, they said <laughs> the hell, they said the hell of Wemby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> We're not, not impressed. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we got Lori, all right? Show him what you can do, Lori. And he's doing it. Yeah. I like I like it because it sets up a scenario where Danny Age is the mean owner's wife from Major League, and they have, like, a cutout of Danny Age in the locker room where they're trying to, like, prove, <laughs> prove that he's a fool, probably... You know, in a bikini of some sort. I don't know. This is just all stuff that I'm. They just windmill on a cutout of him. It's yeah. like y'all know it. Y'all know what's going on here, right? Utah clearly made a deal with the basketball gods that in order to still be good post Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert trade, they had to exchange for ugly jerseys. Mm. <laughs> mm. That's right. <laughs> so, in exchange for ugly uniforms, they were allowed to stay good. Post trading two superstars. Hey, I'll take that deal, guys. Where you at? <laughs> or maybe that's part of the part of like what the what Danny and just trying to do to get them to lose. Like the way that the major league owner like took took away their plane. He's like, I'm gonna make them play in the worst looking uniforms in the history of the NBA. They very well might be. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's, let's stay on. Let's stay oh, my on bad. Topic. Okay. Okay. Like, All right. No, thank you, CJ. What, thank what you, CJ. Okay. Right. 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 That's on me. That's on me. Uh, CJ. Uh, what what else was I gonna say? I was gonna ask you something good. Um, what else? Oh oh oh, CJ. Okay, got this. Give us an under the radar storyline that you don't think people are paying enough attention to this year. You know, I think something that's not being talked about enough is the resurgence of the Portland mm. Trailblazers. Hmm. I don't think anyone, you know, Dame's coming back this year healthy, but I don't think anyone thought that they'd be this good. Right. Um, I'm not sure where Phoenix is at right now, but I believe as of a couple of days ago, they had two losses this year. And both of those losses came to the Portland Trailblazers. And, you know, over the years, it's been, oh, Dame doesn't have enough help. Construction of that team isn't good enough to win at a high right. level. Yet here they are. towards the top of the Western Conference standings, thriving. And Anthony Simons, pride and joy yeah. of IMG Academy, is looking like a future star in the making. So I don't know. It's just, it's hard to tell. It's kind of like the same thing as, Utah, right? Is this sustainable? I think I would like to believe that what Portland's sure. doing is a little bit more sustainable than what Utah is doing because yeah. I believe in Damian Lillard. Uh, but it's a surprise nonetheless. I don't think anyone thought Portland would come out the gates um, this good. And it's amazing to see if they can keep this thing up as the year goes on. They were they were telling us Anthony Simons was going to be great for a long time. And they just... Yeah. We didn't listen. Yep. And now look at us. <laughs> Always stupid on looks on our face, looking around, <laughs> saying, "Hey, what happened?" You know, that's all of us. Uh, what is a new rule, CJ, that you'd like to see implemented or altered, effective immediately, and it can be as wild as you want? It's not a new rule. I would like to see. I would like to see 
less of an emphasis. Basically, long story short, those three carry calls called against Jordan Poole in Miami was the most disgusting thing I've, I've ever seen in my life. Not one carry, not two. This man got right. called for three carries in the same basketball game. I have never seen that before in my life. You have guards across this league, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, John Wall, all these guys. They're carrying right. on a nightly basis, yet Jordan Poole was singled out for three. I think it hasn't been as wild you know, since then, but if you want to crack down on carrying, you're cracking down on entertaining basketball. Because um, yeah. every guard, high-level right. guard in the league does it. Um, so I would like to see referees kind of chill out on that going forward. I, I would say the last time someone was called for that many carries in a game was me right after I was watching Allen Iverson for the first time uh, in like junior high. was <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. last time that happened. They're like, son, what are you doing? I'm like, AI's doing <laughs> Please. They're like, you have to learn how to dribble yeah. a ball for a son. And I was like, <laughs> well, <all> right. <laughs> he's doing something for me. Uh, I thought you were going to say, uh, get them to, my, my suggestion would be to cut down on all the celebrating oh. on the bench. No, oh, wait, they they're already doing that? that. I can't. Oh, that's weird. violence. Okay, good. Cause that was, that was way too entertaining. Good, good that's thing. They're violence. cutting down that's on a, that. That's that rule is violent. That is violent. I'm that sorry. Like you're going to actually be like, Hey, stop being so joyous and joyful over there. <laughs> that is <a> terrible. <laughs> that's like. That's like having like, you know, having like living in a neighborhood and the HOA is like, man, you got too many Christmas lights. Don't you celebrating like that? It's just yeah. come on now. Yeah, yeah. Let them celebrate. Anyway, I'm sorry, CJ. You got to keep this going, man. And we're off here adding our own rules and things like that. Um, CJ, is a calzone a taco? Absolutely not. I think it's more closely associated mm. with pizza than, than, a, mm. than, okay. than a taco. No, a taco is... Hard shell calzone is like baked, yeah, what, breaded, and baked. well, you can have a soft okay. shell, taco, right? There are, yeah, CJ. There's you can have a soft shell, taco yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I guess, but like, okay, is a calzone an empanada? I think it's closer to the empanada family than that's it's what I would talk of. That's the right answer, yeah. Is a calzone a mm. Danish? I mean, it is not a Danish, okay, that's fine, but similar concept. Is it because? A Danish has like those like air holes on top, and a calzone doesn't have it. Like it's got to be sealed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is a mm. pistachio a calzone? Right. <laughs> is a pistachio a calzone? They, from afar, the they could look the same. I don't, Thank I don't know. You. This is where we ask the tough question. You know what I mean? And this is the final tough question, <laughs> yeah. maybe the toughest of all. Uh, CJ Jack or Miles? You know, I've been contemplating this throughout the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it pains me to say this. It really does. But you guys are both whack. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> as long as as long as it's not a win for wow. me. I just want to keep my I want to keep my uh streak I love going. That. So this Yo, is... CJ came through with the goat answer. Willing yeah. to go where no guest has gone before. Hey, we man, joking, yeah. of course. It's, you guys are great, man. No, that's it's true, man. You can't, you can't say pods. something that's true and then just come back <laughs> and be like, ah, just kidding, JK, JK. Ah, <laughs> no, no, no. This, is, this is one of the more entertaining pods I've had the pleasure to be on. Well, no, well, I well, appreciate that. Well, <laughs> no, no, we appreciate that answer. <laughs> hey, that is official. That's that locked was it the in. best. That was the best turn on an answer I think we've yeah. had in the entire show. So good. we got to give that up to you, CJ. Man, <laughs> CJ Holmes, thank you so much for coming what on. The Miles and Jack got mad boosties. Uh, really appreciate it, man. Where can people find you, follow you, listen to you, or read you? All that stuff. 
You guys can read me on sfchronicle.com or if you're in the Bay Area, you know, support print. Go pick up a copy of your local paper. There you go. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at CJHolmes22. When it comes to Twitter, I need retweets, not likes. There you go. Okay. Exactly. Amplify. Amplify. I mean, until Elon messes with the algorithm again. You know what I mean? Right. right, right. Yeah. In which case, you can follow yeah. my account, which will be a CJ Holmes impersonator account. <laughs> Check us out at Mad Boosties, B-O-O-S-T-I-E-S on Twitter. Uh, and also, this week's uh, listener of the week, we said, what's the biggest surprise of the early season? And uh, at Tyler McDowell at GI19Pod says, the Suns and particularly how great Devin Booker has looked. Okay. Mm. Okay. okay. Just looks-wise. He's yeah. a handsome man. Yeah. And then at Sashant Rao tweeted, uh, most to least surprising, Jazz, Blazers, Nets, Cavs, Lakers. Mm. Yeah. Wow. That feels about right. Sadly. That's cruel. Cruelty. And that'll do it for this week's lovely edition of Mad Boosties. Thanks again, CJ Holmes, for joining us. Uh, we will see y'all next week with more entertaining coverage of the NBA. And hopefully, maybe my Lakers will turn a corner. We shall see. We just don't know. All right. We'll talk to you then. We don't know. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.